This is the Real Rebel Podcast, and you're listening to the Band of Rebels edition. This is for the people who push the boundaries of our society, for the people who live on the fringe, for the people who aren't afraid to question the status quo and live life as exactly who they are, not as who they should be. These are the people who make us uncomfortable, who speak truth and break glass ceilings who aren't afraid to stand up and face themselves, who refuse to be oppressed and help us expand and evolve the edges of humanity. These are the real rebels. And this podcast is for them. Hey guys, it's your host, Katie B. And thank you so much for joining me on this Band of Rebels episode. I'm always so grateful that you're even here in the first place. So muchos, muchos gracias to you. Um, I think that's the only Spanish I might know. So if you've never listened to a Band of Rebels episode before, it comes out every single Friday. And the whole idea is to get different perspectives from different people's experiences. So I feel like we all walk these paths in life and uh, we all have a different experience, which means we have different perspectives, different pieces of wisdom to offer. Um, And so the guests that I have on are actually members of the Real Rebel crew. So listeners or people who follow on Instagram or people who just happen to come across the Real Rebel podcast in whatever way that that happens. I don't look into the analytics analytics too much, maybe I should. Um, So I'm not sure exactly where everybody comes from, but they come in and they submit their answers via the interwebs on the realrebelpodcast.com. And I wanted to feature members of the crew, the listeners, you guys, because I think it's so important that people are given the platform and the opportunity to speak their truth even if they don't have like a vast number of followers. Um, I think oftentimes, like I've mentioned many times before in the intro of this episode, we get way too attached to numbers. Um, and I think it's natural. I think it's a human thing because I definitely find myself doing that as well. But I think that it's important to remember that we all hold value here and we're all here for a reason, which means we all have a little something to offer each other. So how it goes down, did I already say that? I probably did. It's a slow day for me. (laughs) Uh, But what happens is I pose one question to three people. So the question today is, if you could make a two minute speech to the whole world, what would you say? And this is a big fucking question. I get it. It's it's asking a lot, but essentially it's kind of asking people to really actually narrow it narrow down, focus in on what they would say if there could be, you know, only one or a few things that they could say to everyone, which I think is tough to do for the people answering. So thank you guys. Um, but also super beneficial for those of you who aren't listening which is the whole goal of the RRP in the first place. And just as a quick note, as always, anything mentioned uh, in this episode and any of our guests, all of link, all of the links to their Instagram, their names, any information that you might need on them can be found over at realrebelpodcast.com. And with that, we will dive right on in. So our guests today are Meg Kelly from Mapled Meg, Miriam Elise from Pleasure, 
pleasure as medicine and Soshi Edelstein from Embody Nutrition. And uh, yeah, let's just bounce right on into this episode. The first rebel on our panel is Meg Kelly from Mapled Meg on Instagram. And Meg helps introverted and creative people let go of perfection and feel wholeheartedly authentic in their work, which I think if you're a creative and you're an introverted person, um, it's so easy to chill out in our minds. And then when we're in our minds is when perfectionism jumps right on in there. And it's so easy to uh, kind of attach ourselves to that perfectionism. So thanks, Meg, for doing the work you do. And she also blends the tools of yoga, meditation, and creative visualization to teach people to find joy in their process, which again, I think, you know, we get so caught up in the destination in our mind, like, gotta get there, gotta get there, gotta get there, that we end up getting burnt out, or um, we lose our joy in the actual process, which all we ever really have is is the process, is the path. I think when we get to our destination, we've kind of hit our final destination, if you know what I mean. She also helps people befriend fear, speak shame, and celebrate success. So she's doing some dope work in the world. And Meg writes articles on mindfulness, poetry on female power, and a weekly long form newsletter that's a warm hug straight to your inbox. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I could use like a warm hug in my inbox. Ooh, that sounded like slightly suggestive, but we're rolling with it. So let's hear what Meg Kelly has to say to the question, if you could make a two minute speech to the whole world, what would you say? Wow. That's a big question. I love it though. I think I think I would say first that you whoever is listening to this, you aren't alone. Even if you think something that happened to you is just so unique that you can't even imagine anybody else understanding it there's someone that's gone through that and that doesn't minimize your experience but it's a further reason why sharing our stories and our voices is fundamentally what it means to be human there's nothing more loving to yourself or to other people than to say what it is that you're afraid to say and that may be the hardest thing you ever do and it may not be what society wants from you or what other people in your life want from you but that process is going to be what sets you free and that process is going to allow you to show up for other people in your life and see them as the broken people that we are and not expect perfection. This is such a beautiful world that we're in, but it's not perfect. And that doesn't mean we can't keep showing up for it. We can't keep trying to be kind. We can't keep trying to just pour as much love as we can into this thing. I mean, go outside, look at nature and how the process keeps renewing itself the seasons change you know animals shed their skin things happen in cycles 
So whatever you're going through right now, know that you're not alone and know that it's really just a cycle and you'll get through it. The next rebel on our panel is Miriam Elise from Pleasure as Medicine on Instagram if you want to check her out. And Miriam is a licensed acupuncturist, certified tantra instructor, and founder of Pleasure as Medicine. Her own healing path led her to explore alternative ways to overcome her anxiety, depression, and childhood trauma. She began practicing Tantra yoga in 2009 and immediately noticed the powerful shifts in her mood and behavior. I'm super interested about Tantra yoga, actually, or Tantra practices in general. I think they can be super powerful, but also I feel like the word Tantra or Tantra, I don't know how you pronounce it properly, but can bring up a lot of fear in us because it's related to sexuality and it can kind of be intimidating, um, which I think is probably a sign that we need to do the work. Uh, But yeah, her shifts were so profound that uh, Miriam ended up apprenticing with her Tantra yoga teacher for three years and is now sharing these practices with others. So over the past six years, she's been leading workshops on sacred sexuality, helping people connect on deeper levels, heal long-lasting wounds and deepen intimacy in all areas of life. And she has studied with healers from Native American tantric and Taoist lineages and integrates these ancient teachings in her practice. So, I mean, she's basically a wizard, (laughs) a sex wizard. I don't know. Maybe that's taking it too far or maybe not. Uh, But either way, I mean, she sounds like an incredible woman and I cannot wait to hear what she has to say. So let's do just that. Let's listen to Miriam Elise's response to if you could make a two-minute speech to the whole world, what would you say? What we all want the most, whether we know it or not, is to be completely out of control. Now, this might seem counterintuitive because many of us have set up our lives to try to be in control of as many aspects as we possibly can then why would we want on such a deep fundamental level to be out of control? What does that actually do for us? Well, some of the most beautiful parts of life, whether that's art or, um, you know, spontaneous laughter or making love, can only happen when we let ourselves be out of control, when we let ourselves respond to the moment from a, a very natural, creative place. And this, these types of things are what makes life worth living. And unfortunately, in many long-term relationships, what happens is people's lives tend to get more and more small and kind of numb and people stop growing. And that's why there's so, many, so much dissatisfaction in long-term relationships. And that's a lot of reason why intimacy can oftentimes stop altogether in long-term relationships because there isn't that excitement of being able to lose yourself to something new. And in reality, every moment is always new, even if we're having a new moment with the same person. If we know how to really give ourselves, how to be intimate with each moment, then there is no repeat. And it's, it's always like that. Like if, if you really want wisdom, you're going to have to let go of everything you think you know. If you really want pleasure, you're going to have to let go of everything you think you want to feel and just let the moment fully take you. And now this in itself is a lifelong practice. 
And it's something that, you know, people in relationship have the opportunity to practice this with each other as a path to deeper intimacy in relationship. And what this looks like in a spiritual sense is surrender. Surrender faith and allowing yourself to be vulnerable to the beauty of the universe, essentially. And when we can do this, our rhythms naturally start to match the rhythms of the earth more because what we're surrendering to has a pulse just like we do. Whether or not we can even perceive it as alive, there's a natural rhythm that moves between two bodies, that moves in our breath, in and out, that moves in the earth, night and day, the seasons, everything has a certain rhythm to it. And part of this surrender is letting a part of ourselves that's actually more intelligent than the part that we used to control with, um, letting that part of ourselves be in this dance with the world all around us. And starting with your relationship to your body and your relationship to your pleasure, if you can let yourself loosen up around the edges and fully give yourself to the dance of whatever you're doing, your life is going to be held in more grace. You're going to have more to offer your intimate relationship. And you're going to be able to feel the joy of life moving through you because it is, it's flowing through you unencumbered. We're not trying to control it anymore. We can let go. It's actually not ours to control. And the joy and the liberation that comes from that is like huge. <laughs> it's huge and it makes life worth living. Um, try it out. See what you think. The third and final rebel on our panel is Soshi Edelstein from Embody Nutrition or Body Posi Mummy on Instagram. And Soshi is a wellness coach for women that want to make peace with food and their bodies, which I know is such a tense subject for so many of us, um, just based on the society that we've been raised in and all of the media and stuff that we've been fed around how we should look. And so it's incredible that she's doing this work in the world and how she does it is through real talk and compassionate listening. She teaches people how to let go of old beliefs around dieting, eating, exercise, and weight so that they can step into new practices that support their best self right now. So she is a graduate from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and uses intuitive eating and the health at every size approach for her coaching. So she is on a mission to make sure that all women feel healthy and beautiful no matter their size, shape, or weight, which kudos to you, Soshi, for doing this work because I think this is a block for many of us that sometimes feels like we're never going to get over. So speaking for myself, it, it's nice to have help in that arena because it is definitely something that I think touches all of us, even if on a small level at some point in our lives. So let's hear what Soshi has to say to the question, if you could make a two-minute speech to the whole world, what would you say? When I was 19, somebody showed me a picture of myself and something in me snapped. I hated how that girl looked and wanted her to be smaller. I ran home that night and researched diets for weight loss and fell upon the Atkins diet. Within the first two weeks, I lost a lot of weight, but one Saturday night I got this insane craving for food. I went to the bodega and walked up and down the aisle grabbing all the sugar and carbs you could imagine, and later that night, for the first time ever, I binged. 
For the next six years, I lost and gained hundreds of pounds trying every diet imaginable. And I did lose weight, but once my food cravings hit, I always gained the weight back and then some, all the while hating and loathing the person in the mirror. It wasn't until I was introduced to the world of intuitive eating and health at every size that I healed my relationship with food and have never had the same issue since. That was nine years ago. Here is what I learned and know to be true. You are beautiful and perfect just as you are. Don't waste your life trying to be thinner. Manipulating food so your body can be a certain size only works short term. Our brains are not meant to be restricted around food. The guilt that you feel after eating certain foods is more harmful than the actual food itself. Health and weight are not the same thing, not even close. Remember, everything you need to know about nutrition is already inside of you. Your only job is to tune in and listen to it. Food is only 10% of the picture. The other 90% is our mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, and your inner narrative near food and your body. Take care of that and you'll make peace with food and your body forever. Hey guys, it's your host Katie B. And as always, I like to leave my two cents in at the end here, just as a little something extra. And, uh, you know, to be honest, if I were to give a two minute speech to the world, I think I'd want to keep it really simple because I think that so much of our problems can be related to not accepting ourselves and when we don't accept ourselves for who we are we don't accept our neighbors we don't accept our community or people in our family for who they are so life is like a mirror and when we constantly berate ourselves and are hard on ourselves for who we are is a part of the package that we will do the same to others around us and I think that's what's happening in the world right now is that there has been such an epidemic of um, mistrust in self, low respect and appreciation and not being able to accept ourselves because we've been told uh, that who we are is wrong because who we are potentially does not fit into the system that we're made to believe we need to fit in in order to belong. And so I think what I would say to people is you're not a mistake, you're not doing it wrong, and you're going to be just fine. So like I said, I think self-acceptance is so key and those of us who are privileged to even entertain the idea of self-acceptance is a really important thing to note. But I think that everything starts on an individual level, on a granular level. And if we can find that acceptance in ourselves, when we look out into the world, suddenly it's very easy or it's much easier to accept the people around you for who they are where they are in that moment and if everyone or the vast majority of the human race could get on this page i think it would end a lot of um of pain and suffering and i think also the sentence you're doing just fine when i ask people at the end of most episodes what advice would you give your 20 year old self most often people say you can relax, you're going to be just fine. And I think that when we don't trust ourselves, 
because we have been told who we are is fundamentally flawed or is wrong, and and we lose that trust in ourselves, we then are fearful of the future because we don't trust our decisions, we don't trust our dreams, and then we are living from a place of fear, from a place of insecurity, um, from a place of things might be taken away from us, so a place of scarcity and lack, which then leads to grasping, grabbing, fighting, defensiveness in the world, which is exactly what you see happening right now out there. So there are many good things in the world that are happening right now. But I think we're at a bit of a crisis point. And whenever we're at a crisis point, that's when things break. And I think that's also a beautiful thing. So at this point, I think when we are breaking, that is the point of entry. And it is at that point of entry that I would say something to remind people that um, they're not a mistake. Like I said, they're not doing it wrong and they're going to be just fine. That is what I would say. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this Band of Rebels episode of the Real Rebel Podcast. If you would like to join the BOR crew and be featured, you can head over to realrebelpodcast.com and under the podcast heading, you will find the BOR application and you can APLY, aka apply, and uh, be a part of the crew and get your voice heard. Music for the intro on this episode is a custom track done by my guy Nathan from Extra Deluxe, and music played throughout is called Surface by Locks Beats, both of which you can find links to in the show notes. Okay, until next time.